This is Joanna DeCellis, editor of Club & Resort Chef. Today, we're talking with Tim Recker, director of clubhouse operations at Quail West Golf & Country Club in Naples, Florida, where he oversees all aspects of the food and beverage operation. Before Chef Recker came to Quail, he served as executive chef of Bay Colony Golf Club, which is also in Naples. And before that, he was the executive chef of Army Navy Country Club in Arlington, Virginia. In fact, Chef Recker has spent his entire career in the kitchen honing his craft. Today, Chef Recker is a member of the 2020 U.S. National Culinary Olympic team. And in February, they will represent the United States on the global stage, showcasing American chefs, cuisine, and products to the world. Thanks for joining us today, Chef. Yeah, definitely. So you are currently the director of clubhouse operations at Quail West Golf and Country Club. Before this, you were the executive chef at Big Colony. Why did you switch? You know, I first moved down here a year ago to join Bay Colony from Washington, D.C. It was a great opportunity, I felt, and and a chance to get to uh, Naples, which is an incredible community, and so we're really happy to be here. Um, The club is very different than my background was, and so it wasn't the most perfect fit, despite the fact that it's some really great people. And at the same time, this this incredible new opportunity opened up for me here um, underneath the general manager who I've known for for over a year now. And it was a chance to kind of take the next step in my career and, and really bring to bear the, my background in a new role. And um, it was a great opportunity to learn some new things and, and take a different step. And uh, it's been fantastic so far. That's great. So what do you do now that's different from what you've done before? I'm still heavily involved in the food and beverage aspect of the club life. So uh, I run all the food and beverage programs here at Quail West. Um, What I don't do that I used to do is obviously I don't cook every single day. So I'm not in the kitchen every day of my life right now. Um, I still, you know, work really hard with that. We have a great chef here who's been doing a lot of good work. And we, um, my job is to really support him and help him um, take the next step from the culinary standpoint. But then I also am working through the front of house, different aspects of service, and then also the club as far as, you know, where my career might lead next, working in the club as far as with the general manager and the accounting department and finance. So it's been a lot of new skills, which, uh, you know, I love learning new things, whether it was in the kitchen or elsewhere. So it was a great chance for me to do that. Nice. So are you trying to get more into management and out of the kitchen? It sounds like that's kind of the trajectory you're going down. It it sure seems that way. You know, it'd be hard for me to say that that's where it's going to finally end up. You know, you never know. You know, one of the great things about being in this business is that there's there's always different ways to go and to kind of leverage what you know. Uh, You know, I started out in in restaurants and I started at TGI Fridays, you know, making burgers 30 years ago and who I never would have thought I was going to end up all the way to do what I'm doing now into hotels and the private clubs. So it's just been a great, great trip so far. Do you miss being in the kitchen? Some days, yes. Right now, I'm super busy trying to learn new skills, and so it's really exciting to get to do new things. And I have a lot more direct interaction with the membership, which is great. I always had some as a chef, but you know, really developing those relationships and, and, and spending time with people. So yeah, but there are definitely some times. You know, I, I think I'm finding myself cooking more at home and try, looking at things that I want to try and do. And um, but you know, it, I still have a lot of stuff going on food-wise in my life. So that's, that's, and that's never going to go away. I'm always consider myself a chef. It's been my profession and my craft for, for my entire adult life. So regardless of what I do every single day, I'm always going to be a chef in my head. What's the dynamic like between you and Quail's current executive chef? 
Uh, really well, actually. That was something that we talked about prior to me joining was we wanted to make sure that it was it was going to be a really good relationship and, you know, a partnership. And, you know, he, he runs the kitchen on a day-to-day basis. And, and my job is to support him with that. And, you know, together we bring, you know, 50 some years of experience in in the food business together. So we have a lot to, that we can accomplish. And, you know, I've learned a lot from him already and I'm hoping I'm able to pass on some of the stuff that I've learned and be a good collaboration. Nice. What inspires you? You know, I, I, I was thinking about that and there are so many different things, but I have to say it's, it's, it has to be other chefs. You know, when I first got started years and years ago, is like the Food Network was just getting started and cooking was just becoming like a thing, uh, you know, and, and I'm really fortunate. I've, I've been a chef at probably the best time in history to be one. So there's been a lot of things around me. And then I've met some amazing chefs and some of my mentors and, and to this day, they still are that have really set the example of what I want to do and who I want to be in this business. And then from a pure food point, there are so many chefs out there that, you know, I look to and just look at pictures and, and and a lot of them have become friends over the years and see what they're doing and a chance to learn from them has been, uh, you know, it's every time I open up, uh, you know, one of my friends, Facebook pages or or his Instagram and I see some pictures of food he's doing or um, it's, you know, it's hard not to be inspired when you get to see that level of talent. Absolutely. Who are some of your mentors? You know, probably first and foremost would be um, a chef, uh, Rudy Speckamp, who unfortunately passed away um, two years back. When I first started out and I got involved in the American Culinary Federation, I went to a competition just for fun, and he was the the lead judge there. And I got I had such an amazing experience with him, and he was in, in my area, too, up in Washington, D.C. and Maryland, that he, you know, he, he talked to me a lot and put me on a path that my career is on now as far as getting involved in competition and certification. So he was a big part of my career uh, and was always there whenever I answered that, whenever I called or sent an email. Uh, and then through him and through the ACF, I met a lot of other great people. Uh, there's way too many for me to list. Uh, you know, currently one that I'm working with directly a lot is Chef Raymond Pitts, who's a, uh, who's team manager for Team USA. So getting to work with him is fantastic. And then there's the chefs around me, other colleagues have been great. Yeah. So you're a member of the Culinary Olympic team for 2020, correct? Yes, yes, I am. Tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like and what got you to this point. You know, it's uh, it's a little surreal, you know, competing years ago and individuals and, and just, just getting involved because it was a lot of fun. I, I saw and met and, and heard about the Culinary Olympic team, which is something I never even knew existed. And to get a chance to uh, to try out for the team, to invite, be invited to try out, and then subsequently getting invited to join the team, it's crazy. It's hard to think about it because I remember walking around as a young chef seeing these guys, and you know, I didn't even I see pictures of their food, and I didn't even know what half of it was. I think back then, and you know, when um, you know you look at such a select group of people having able to do this every four years, and when you see the list of people and chefs there, and then to to, to know that my name is going to be listed there, it's uh. It's pretty amazing, and it's kind of hard to believe when you look at it. Yeah, I mean, it's such an honor to be part of that. But you must also be getting so much experience and practice with all of these trainings that you're doing and all of these meetings. Tell us a little bit about what is what what kind of demand is there on you and your time? Are you going to different events together to practice? Like, how, how are you training for these Olympics? You know, the, I think we all knew there was a lot of time in it, and I think it's probably a lot more than we expected. I know it's definitely more than I expected. We meet as a team every month, at least once a month for, for a couple of days where we 
do formal practices, but then when we're back home and back in our clubs and, and restaurants and kitchens, we are constantly training. We we're, we're on the phone numerous times every week. And, you know, the focus has been amazing. One of the chefs who helped guide me on this, um, chef Jason Hall, you know, he, I remember him telling me before tryouts that, you know, you know, your, your three years on the team is going to be like 12 years in your career. Um, and I didn't really understand it till I got on the team, but, uh, you know, it's so compressed and you're so focused on what you're doing that, you know, it's impossible to not learn and not get better. You know, we've spent so much time just trying to figure out what we want to do with a carrot that I never would have done in my normal day because we're, we're working. Um, so it's pretty, it's definitely an intense learning experience, it's like a crucible, like you're really focused on it. Um, so there is a lot of time involved in it and every one of us has sacrificed for this for sure. And, you know, from the, from the ACF to the uh, managers and coaches, we have, you know, sous chefs that give up all their time and everyone's donating a hundred percent of their time to do this. So it's, uh, it's pretty special. How would you describe your work ethic going into this? You know, I think that's, I think I, I have a very good work ethic. I work real hard at it. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's maybe like, Inherently, I'm I'm a lazy person, so I work really hard to not be lazy. Um, But, you know, I I, I didn't go to culinary school. I was an accounting major uh, when I got out of high school and college, and I fell, kind of fell into cooking. So I didn't grow up, like, cooking with my my grandmother or anything like that. I was a suburban kid. Um, And I just really found the kitchen when I, you know, turned 18. And... I loved it. And I've never, I've never left it. I've been involved in restaurants and food and beverage and kitchens my entire adult life. It's the only job I've ever had. Um, but because of that, you know, I didn't go to culinary school. I got a chance to work for a chef when I joined Hyatt hotels and he took me in and, um, kind of like an unofficial apprenticeship, but it was me and like 10 other guys that had all come out of, um, some really amazing schools, you know, CIA and Johnson and Wales. So I guess I kind of always had a little chip on my shoulder cause I didn't know I came from Fridays, which very, very different background. Um, but I figured I could work really hard and, and learn really fast. So, um, I tried to make sure that I was, you know, maybe I didn't have the most knowledge, but I was going to work harder than anybody I could. And I learned right away in a kitchen that, that, that matters. And, you know, I remember sitting around a table with, you know, three other guys that started with me and, we were, you know, peeling shrimp for, for a big event and we all had a certain number of pounds to peel and I finished first and I went to the chef. I was like, chef, I'm all set. What, what, what do you want me to work on next? He's like, you already finished? I said, yes, chef. He said, okay, well, and he looked around, he goes, come on, let's, let, let me teach you how to make something. And we went off to the line and he sent me off running around to gather groceries and he taught me how to make Brussels Meniere, which is something to this day I remember doing with him, you know, 30 years ago. Um, so I learned right away that your work ethic can, can get you through a lot. And, uh, I, I'm a big believer in quotes and I, I email them out and post them up. And I remember one specifically that, you know, um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So I always figured that, you know, maybe there's someone who's a better cook than me, but there's going to be no one that's going to be able to work harder than me. And that's going to help push me on. So that's just something I've, yeah. So you have been posting a lot of these quotes and these hashtags on social media, and and there's been a lot of controversy almost. There's been a lot of, of interaction on some of these posts. Have you been getting pushback from your peers? Yeah, you know, ironically, I, I did. Um, you know, I, I do it for fun. And it's a lot of fun. And, you know, certainly online and social media marketing as a chef is, is huge. Um, 
but a lot of it I do, I do for fun and I have a great time with it and, and I've enjoyed doing it and promoting myself and my team. And I want people to see what we're doing because I'm really proud of that. But I was really shocked. And I, you know, I posted a picture not long ago of like, after we just finished a practice and, you know, I, I got up there, you know, all of us have to travel for the team practice. So, you know, I was up at four o'clock in the morning and we traveled to the practice and, you know, worked all day and then we critiques and clean up and, you know, it ended up being like a 22 hour day. Now that's not every day of my life, but it, it happens. And it's nothing that no one, no other chefs do. Like we all do this. I mean, it's not, every chef has to do this at times and everyone on the team does it. So it, but it's part of what we do and what we give up to do what we do. So I posted about it and saying how, you know, how great it was and working with the team and, and getting the critiques from these amazing chefs. And I had a couple people actually make comments to me about it online about like how that was wrong. And, you know, I'm perpetuating this thing and it's hurting people. And like, you shouldn't have to live like that. And I was really surprised, you know, it, it's a choice we all make and everyone has their own career. And I don't, I've never tried to tell someone that they should, do it my way. I don't think my way is the only way for, for all I know, my way was the hard way. Um, I consider myself, you know, fairly successful in my career and I'm really proud of that, but it was mine and it was how I did it. Um, I was shocked. I really was. So, you know, I, I think, and I've come across chefs from here, there and, and people, you know, this is not an easy job and it's not an easy life. We, we do what we do, um, because we love it. You know, there's, you know, none of us make a ton of money, you know, how many percent of us are ever going to be on TV? Um, but we become chefs and we do all this work because we want to cook for people. Um, and it's a privilege. So I always looked at it that way. So I was really surprised that I got some pushback from my colleagues. Yeah. How do you balance that work life? The balance is, is a long, over a long-term thing, like a marriage. It's, you know, we all want it to be 50-50 and ideally it is, and hopefully it is but it needs to be that way over the course of your lifetime. There are times when it's 90, 10. So there are definitely weeks when, you know, I'm at work and I'm focused and I'm there a lot. And then there are other times when you can kind of take a step back and I spend more time at home and I have more dinner with my family and we spend more time together. And I think it balances out that way. I think if you're looking, you know, I think if part of my job as being a chef and being a director of clubhouse and, and being a husband and a father is, you know, knowing when to be where I need to be. And hopefully I'm doing a good job with that. I think part of it too, as, as, as I got older, for sure, I got, I got a lot smarter at it. You know, yeah, I had my 22 hour day, but in general, I don't do that. I think I've learned how to really get my work done when I need to get my work done. And when it's time to step back and go do other things, I'm, I'm getting a lot better at doing that. Um, and part of it too, as I have gone on in my career, you, you focus less on what your hands are doing and you focus on training other people. So being able to build a really great team around you allows you time to step back and focus on other areas, whether it be other parts of your job or, you know, getting home and having dinner with your family or putting my son on the bus in the morning. That's fantastic. So how are you feeling now going into the 2020 Olympics? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you ready? Probably all of those, you know, it's definitely exciting. Um, it's definitely, um, you know, nerve wracking and we're anxious. You know, we really, we really want to do well, obviously as individuals, but we all feel a really great sense of responsibility to the people that have helped us get there and, you know, to representing, you know, really, we look at it as we're representing the chefs of the United States and our cuisine on this international stage. And we want, we want people to recognize, you know, what we have to offer that we have amazing chefs here. We have great food in America. Um, 
and we all are driven to succeed. I think we're definitely, you know, comp- uh, competitive people in general, uh, and really proud of being chefs. So there's that, um, there's obviously a little bit of nerves or anxious. We, none of us had any international experience to, to, until we went to Luxembourg last year. And uh, it was our first time competing together. I've known a lot of these chefs, a couple of these chefs for years. And some of them I, I just met when I joined the team, but you know, getting a team dynamic together is tough when you only see each other for two days a month. So we've been working on that. Um, are we ready? We're not ready yet, you know, but we will be ready when we get there. So it's been a, you know, we've been building up and building up and we're refining things now. Uh, and our managers and coaches are doing an amazing job getting us prepped for this. We're excited for you. Good luck as you, as you take on this adventure. Where do you see yourself in five years? So you've got the Olympics coming up next year. What about after that? What's your path hold? You know, it, it, there's a couple different things. I don't, I'm not sure entirely, you know, I like to have a goal. And so there's, a, there's a few of them, but I think you also kind of, sometimes a different door will open up that you may not be expecting it. And you have to look at that opportunity. I, that certainly happened for me here. Um, I'm a big believer in, you know, success is preparation meets opportunity. So if you work really hard and you do what you can and you learn what you can do and um, you make sure that to build relationships and, and then opportunities will come your way. And then you get to kind of, to pick and choose a little bit. I think that I want to be in control of my, my destiny and in control of my career. So I want to do all the work and everything I can do ahead of time. Then when it comes time, I can pick which direction I go and not have to take whatever's left. So, um, I really can't say for certain, um, you know, they're kind of two different paths here. I'm, I'm staring down in the next few years. Um, you know, do I continue on the one I'm at? Do I look more back towards the kitchen more full time? Um, but I'm not sure right now. I'm, you know, I'd love to be able to keep combining them the way I am right now. I think I I like both sides and I I love the opportunities that is bringing me. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Well, we're excited to watch you as, as your life unfolds. Thank you so much for your time today, chef. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you very much for talking. For more podcasts, check out our site, www.clubandresortchef.com. 